All subject matter of the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you right bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. How you doing, sunshine? I'm all right. <laughs> Freezing. Doing all right? Freezing? Yeah, I'm layered up. Yeah. You uh, yeah. How you doing? You good? Yeah, yeah. We're we're doing well. We're rolling. All right. What well, uh, uh, what's new in your world? In, let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. I am out here. Let me just give you a quick. Uh, this has got to be the coldest it's been this year. It's, it's where you're at too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, they don't provide you with much winter clothes, especially if you were to be if you were to be out here in only the state issued stuff, it'd be a thin pair. I'm talking about thin, way thinner than jeans. Okay, a thin pair of uh, of like stretchy waistband pants, mm-hmm. a pair of socks, cardboard thin like mock dress shoes, uh, a thin like the, a thin thermal, oh, it's white t-shirt. And then a state thin state shirt, like scrubs okay. over it. And then the thinnest I don't even like calling it a coat. It's like <laughs> it's a, it's so ridiculous it's actually humorous that they call it a coat. Like an eighties windbreaker? Yeah, absolutely. Imagine if you took an eighties windbreaker <laughs> and then peeled like the thinnest layer of like scratchy yeah. cotton nice. and then put it in the in the middle of like in okay. the middle of it, right? The wind blows right through and then a pair of uh like garden gloves kind of thing they're like these brown abrasives so that that's it so like especially when you're over the bridge and it's like negative 10 degrees right um yeah so i'm wearing boots you have to buy all this stuff if you really want to be able to not be freezing okay you know in a lot of the chow halls the uh the joints the chow halls like a football field 100 yards away mm-hmm and it's a howling wind, and when you get there, you're waiting in a line for 15 minutes outside, <laughs> and you're just freezing. So today, I'm only doing one socks today. Okay. Um, and instead of instead of stepping outside to check, I kind of paid attention to the weather yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I put it on like Good Morning America, and it's 14 degrees. Okay. So I'm sure. wearing my normal attire that I wake up in is like boxers, basketball, green basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I throw a pair of thermals. On under the basketball shorts, so boxers, thermal, basketball shorts, red sweatpants, and then the state pants over them. Okay. And then uh, up top, I got one thermal, two thermal, my maroon sweatshirt, my salmon color sweatshirt, and then my new, my new custom, my new exclusive coat okay. with uh, a neck scarf that Guyo knitted me. He knitted yeah. for everyone. Nice. And uh. Right, and then um, a, a winter hat. Okay. So I'm layered up, and it's still cold out here. What about gloves? But, are, you uh, rock, are you rocking gloves? Or yeah, I got the normal gloves. I got the normal regular gloves that aren't. Something when it gets really cold, I have these other, like thinner gloves that can go under these that make it a little, little more bearable. But it's hard to work the phone and stuff with, with gloves <laughs> on and stuff. Like Mickey Mouse so, hands. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I'm like the kid from. Uh, What's the Christmas, Christmas story? story? Yeah. I can't put my yeah. arms down. <laughs> I like that kid out here. Right. Uh, but we're here. Yeah. And uh, 
yeah, notes from the week. A lot has happened, actually. Me and you, me and you don't get to talk as much, but we still talk. I'd say mm-hmm. next to uh, Jen and Mama C. It's probably Jen and you and Mama C are next. I've talked to Stanhope once since I've been here. Oh, cool. I've, uh, I've only talked to Greg once. No, it's not cool. It sucks. I'm usually <laughs> well, I would have talked to him like 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Mama C. You're like, yeah, cool. Uh, oh, that's good. Yay. No, but I was saying it's a bad thing. Annoyingly positive. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we're here. and. Um, so, so yeah. what's new? What's going on? You said a lot's happened. So let, let's let the people know. Well, you're there's a... Uh, we had a big COVID scare, and when I got here, they had just lifted the outbreak status. Mm-hmm. And um, I got here, signed up for college like I did at Parnell, <laughs> and then they had an outbreak. And so they did mass testing over here. And the, the unit, the pole barn that we're connected to, we're all under the same roof, but there's like a divider. Mm-hmm. You can't even get to the other side without going. It was different interests, 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 mm-hmm. interests. I forgot how to say entrances. Your lips are here. locking up outside, buddy. <laughs> I forgot how to say entrances. <laughs> I just had a stroke. <laughs> Next, I'm going to have and, you say uh, Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the one next to us had 17. It's like a little gossip thing. Like I was like, oh, did you hear Jane? Like, I don't know how many they have. So everyone's like, you know, yeah. like some underground railroad of information. So they had 17. And a couple other units had like four or five. And mm-hmm. ours was the last one. It was the day before yesterday. Yeah, yeah, day before yesterday, they tested everyone, mm-hmm. and uh, we're all worried, you know, even for false positives, you know how to, oh, it's yeah. disruptive, you're, you're going to, they're going to move everyone over to A unit and all this shit, and, you know, we kind of had like one celebratory farewell, potentially farewell risk game, which is our, uh-huh. what we've been doing, Yeah, me and the crew, it is contentious. <laughs> but uh, Blaze and I were talking about that actually. We was like, Chino makes fun of us for Dungeons and Dragons, and this motherfucker's playing <laughs> Risk over here. <laughs> Wait a minute, you guys been talking? No, no, no. You guys no. been talking behind my back? Not at all. It's all out. Not even about me. I don't care that it's about me. It should be about me. Yeah. What the idea that you're having the. Is the Well, I gotta. I have. Back? Listen, I gotta have somebody else to bounce stuff oh, off of. <laughs> I gotta find out about the real you from other people. Oh, dear. He's so jealous <laughs> that he doesn't get to play Risk with me. We created our own. Ver- but, well, hold on. Here's okay, the now point. hang on. Yeah. <laughs> the point is that we're all worried. Mm-hmm. We're like making plans, contingency plans. The plan is like, listen, if I go. Um, I got too much stuff. I'm gonna need one of you to keep my stuff so I get back. It's like getting but called out to, to war. <laughs> right, right. You don't fuck my wife, or if you do, don't fall in love with it. Okay. So, uh. You guys are all divvying up then, your shit already. But then we hear that, no, like, once you go to A unit, you might not come back, so we don't even know if we can leave our shit with, like, our excess property with each other. Yeah. And who knows? So, like, the fingers crossing is that none of us go, of, of the crew, you mm-hmm. know? So we wake up early in the morning, and they do the full unit test, and. Not only did none of us go, no one. I, we had one positive test in there, in our unit. That's it. Yeah. So, but it doesn't matter. We're still on full lockdown. <laughs> and uh, something about me signing up to a college program and COVID. Uh, there's some sort of correlation there where, <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I, this kid is I never going to, your, to college. <laughs> if I come to your town and sign up, enroll in college, beware. There's like a, it's going to be a pandemic. <laughs> At least a herpes outbreak. Well, something, yeah. At the very least. 
Well, I'll be, I'll be responsible for that. So, so what does that look like? The mass, the mass testing. I mean, is it basically what we all would assume? Is everybody standing in line? They just shove that thing up your nose. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next, shove it up your nose, and then we all wait nervously and like stand around and watch like for any telltale signs of positive mm. tests. But here's the thing. It's, you know this. I've been miserable here. Mm-hmm. And mainly because the most despicable human being I've ever, I'm not, this isn't hyperbole, the most despicable human being I've ever met in my entire life. Like, bar none. Like, not even, like, I didn't even have to think. Like, who's there any, is, in, is in the queue with me. And, and, like, his whole thing is making everyone miserable by any means. And he's an expert at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just this, anyways. That mixed with this new COVID lockdown and, and especially the phone situation is like yeah. stressed me out. And I, you know, you know this, I've been like pretty fucked up mentally lately. Sure. Yeah. And I was doing so good at um, Parnell mm-hmm. right before we left. Like my meditation thing was on point. I was, put JC in the car and red and we were all doing our thing. And now it's like tough. So halt. Right. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that like I have to remind myself and I, I hadn't thought of the term, but when we all tested positive, I, I saw like the the immediate return back to taking shit for granted. Like the thing yeah. I, we were hoping would happen, we were immediate. We were immediately like, "Yep, none of us tested positive. What's next?" And so <laughs> I, I was thinking about this term. It just came to me while I was taking a shit. Actually, it was a, a glass half full event, okay. right? So that was my daily or weekly, whatever glass half full event, uh, just an anchor you can tie yourself to, to go, um, instead of just immediately when you're dreading something or, mm-hmm. or there's a potential negative outcome and it doesn't happen, you don't even really enjoy it. You have relief for like a split second and then you immediately take for granted. Yeah. You're like, yeah, of course I did that. So throughout the, the last two days when shit gets really tough, I go, well, at least I'm not packing my shit up and dragging it across into a new fucking unit into a new cube. Yep. And it being on lock, you know what I'm saying? And so that's... So uh, how fast did you guys say, okay, we're setting up another game of risk because that last one was bullshit? Um, we actually created a new game of risk. We don't need to get in the weeds about this, but we created a new team risk. <laughs> it's just awesome. Where you have to... First of all, the, the rules that we've had to set up because the cheating is so prevalent, and I'm still <laughs> cheating. So you have to... <laughs> You have to have the other guys. You know how you, you have, like, a little box of your extra men, you know, that you haven't earned yet? Mm-hmm. So we have to have the person sitting to our right. Like, you, I have their box, and they have mine. Uh, so you can't, like, God. steal people. An honor system. Right. But when people are fighting, and they're so caught up in the roles, and, like, mm-hmm. someone dies, and I'll toss a man over to the left or right. With mine, like, when they get tossed over there, Instead of, like, throwing them back in the box, I'll drop one or two, like, kind of within hand's reach. And then mm-hmm. when the next person turn, I, like, palm them. And then I, I'm real, <laughs> real like, OCD about my standing up. So when I'm going there to prop them up, I'll just drop one at a time, like an extra one, pepper on here. And there. I've won. Uh, we've played 10 games. I've won seven of them. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. Have but you... that's not just because of that. Where everyone else is, trust me, everyone else is cheating in their own way, too. <laughs> so what country did you conquer the last time? Well, we played this. We don't need to get. We played this version called <laughs> Headquarters, where like you have you have a team, and then your your 
allied and you share car. It's this whole thing, but you have to See? take over their headquarters. This is just your version of Dungeons oh, and Dragons, man. This is oh, your version. I was, oh, <laughs> man, I was, let me find out. I'd probably love it. I fucking love it. You. That's so great. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. The blazes just tell, tell them tell them that there's a guy over here, which isn't true. But tell them that there's a guy over here that uh, I made get his hair braided and guy call him Blaze now. So he's been oh. he's been replaced. Uh, well, he knows the he knows the guy that I hate. Really? Yeah. So Did yeah, get... so that all all <laughs> Go ahead. all that. All that happened, and uh, but there's also some good shit. Did, did, did I tell you about the film festival thing? No. What? So, I wrote this pilot a while ago for this like FX style mm. show, meaning like Louis or Better Things or Dave. Okay. Um, vibe wise, and it's about basically a lot of those shows are 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 pretty close to the person who's in it through actual life mm-hmm. and a few changes. So it's basically about a guy named Benny in prison who kind of um, meets this comedian. And it, the, the longer story arc is that the comedian he meets, mm-hmm. once it's like they're both anti-establishment, one because he's in prison, the other because he's just, that's the way he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stan Douglas is the comedian's name. <laughs> He, he, uh, How original. <laughs> like, right. So, uh, this is a working name. No, I think in the, in the thing, actually, you dug stand up. But, uh, you know, they, they meet, they kind of how we meet. And, and the overarching thing, which obviously you can't d- deliver in the pilot, is that, uh, Douglas wants to, wants to be just a road comic. And he wants to pull Benny into just a life of, like, it's it's a clash of ideals, you know. Okay. It's like uh, he wants to he wants to be like fuck everything, art is art, and everything else you have to do for the establishment isn't worth doing. The purest form of art is just living mm-hmm. a Sid Vicious, Gigi Allen, road comic lifestyle. Okay. And Benny loves that and was like fully into that. But when he came to prison, he realized that like, he lost all this time, mm. and he's found like the creative. You have one minute. Remaining. This creative outlet, and he's getting some momentum mm-hmm. behind it. So he's trying to pull Douglas over to the other side. Like we gotta, like listen, we gotta work with the establishment a little bit if mm-hmm. we want, like the shit we're creating out there. So it's this tug of war okay. um, that's taken place during like the last year of of Benny being in a joint. Mm-hmm. Um, and so eventually he gets out, and you see he pulls. He goes on tour with Douglas and, you know, along the way convinces him, like, let's at least, like, do this show. and we got to play the game a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's like a fish-out-of-water story. Okay. You know, uh, Douglas because he's anti-establishment, Hollywood establishment, and and Benny because he's been in prison. So now they, those two together have to navigate this world of, like, getting this. Basically something they're doing goes viral, and then now they have all this buzz. And so there's that. But the, but the pilot episode I wrote... It's just an, um, an introduction into a day of, like, one of the funnier episodes of Notes from the Pen. It's basically... Oh, Thank you for using GTL. So, yeah. So, like I did with, like, a, the knucklehead I am, <laughs> like I did with the novel I wrote. Like, I never, like, most people, like, try, like, practice writing, like, mm-hmm. stories and they get up longer. I was like, I'm going to write a novel and just, <laughs> I, like, I'll figure it out along the way. And so I had my mom mail in 
two screenplays. Okay. I mean, uh, uh, TV scripts. One was The Marvelous Miss Maisel, and one was Glow. Have you ever watch that? The no. Glamorous Ladies of Wrestling. Mark Maron's in it. Allison Brie. It's a Showtime. It, it's okay. pretty dope. But that's the one I really liked, and it's kind of got a similar vibe. So, so it was based on I the old '80s ID idea that they did. Well, not idea, but the old '80s show that they did. Was that an actual show? Glow Wrestling? Yeah, that was yeah. that was an actual oh, okay. actual deal. Yeah. Mark Maron's in it, and the character, he's in it, like, because I know, I used to listen to Mark Maron, I know him and shit, when I'm reading his lines, like, oh, he's perfect for it. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I just looked at the format of that, like, how, because, I, you know, I had gotten used to writing actual, like, short stories, creative fiction, creative, and all that stuff, but this mm-hmm. is different the way you format it. So it's easier in certain ways, though, but there's, like, a really, a shorthand, so I, I read the, through those, and kind of figured out some of the, the format. And the first episode is based on this, is that, um, and it starts with, like, pulling back from Benny, the center of Benny's forehead. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, actually, no, he wakes, there's a cold open where he, he wakes up, and then his uh, a montage of him, like, getting ready and mm-hmm. pissing in the toilet and some splashes on the toilet. So he's got to wipe it, spits toothpaste on the toilet, some splashes on the toilet. So it's like, it's, his morning starts, and then he's, that's the cold open, and then he's meditating, and you, it's like a sitar twang boing and it pulls back from the forehead and he's meditating on his bunk and behind him you can see the bars like a parnell and just chaos uh-huh. outside and what happens is he's quote unquote off throughout the day like he's missing his glove when he goes out to the weight pit he forgets uh, yeah. his id and the nine finger see, like the second scene starts out with where where he's like hey i heard you I heard you got interrupted last night like you had a sheet up and the co stopped and there you know basically so toro comes up with this idea that he's off because he like was interrupted mm-hmm. did masturbation that never got to finish mm-hmm. and, and so then he's like well, shut the fuck up like what so he kind of gets in his head and he ends up trying again get interrupted. anyways it's this whole um day of almost like uh you know disruption right. and little weird fucked up things but it, it's like one of the the more the funnier notes from the pin episodes where you get to see a, a um, life behind behind bars that you wouldn't really know about. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. Anyway, I wrote this script and um, edited it once, and it, and I wanted to like just put it up somewhere because I like writing stuff and putting it out. Who knows who's going to read it or right. just putting yeah. fishing lures out there for the universe to snatch up. And so so Jen, being as busy as she is, mm-hmm. took her a while to get it done because you have to format it in a certain way. And I had her one of her friends. Shout out Natalie, um, who I guess went to school for screenwriting. She gave it to her, and I never, nice. no one who written it read it. And she was like, "Hey, there." She actually, she gave me her phone number, and I called her, and she's like, "There's something here. Like you could, I can't believe you didn't. Whatever." She she gave me some good feedback that like it gave yeah. me a little bit of confidence, and um, I just have always wanted to to write TV shows. But anyways, we got Jen to put it up. She put it up on this like subreddit thing, um, and so. About a week after it was up, she gets this DM from someone that works for Bull City Film Festival. Oh, nice! It's like the fifth—they're doing the fifth annual one, and there's a there's part of it is not just submitting movies and films, and but submitting screenplays. And they, the person, one suggested I submit it, mm-hmm. and they gave me a number. To, they, they said they're going to waive the entrance fee. Um, awesome. the, you know what I mean? 
and all that stuff they wanted me. So I've been editing, because I don't really ever edited it once. So now I'm like, oh, shit, like, this isn't, like, competition ready, you know? Yeah. yeah. But but I've been messing with that lately. That's another glass half full event that has been both mm-hmm. leading to a lot of stress because it has to be done by the 17th, and I kind of just, <laughs> just found out about it recently. And so, no procrastination. Yeah so, yeah, so that's going on. Hopefully that'll... That'll be something that's exciting. Yeah. How's the rest of the guys? Are Panda good? Zach? JC? Everybody hanging in there tight? Yeah, they had, I guess, like, Panda finally had, like, a full falling out. Oh, we no. Couldn't, uh, did, did, you, did we tell you, the last time I talked about this, was it about, did I tell you about the Risk game, like him not wanting to play Risk? Yes. <laughs> Everybody kept yeah. going one at a time. Come on, bud. Well, we got him to play. It had been a couple of days. We got him to play uh, night before last. Okay. And he immediately, Panda's like, Panda can be like abrasive with the way. And if I'm saying that, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. I'll feel. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so immediately, like, I'm coming to, like, Zach's defense, and I can tell he never wants to. I'm like, he's never going to play again. He, yeah, like, that's he, it. he, like, willingly lost. I was like, okay, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, I threw the white flag. I'm out. Right. That's pretty much done. <laughs> you can have uh, Greenland back. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so right. he's uh, no longer the plus one for Panda, huh? He hasn't been around. We've all kind of been doing our own thing over the last couple of days, though. Um, they haven't been opening the patio, so we got to, like, get our little workout sessions in when we can. Mm-hmm. I've been working on this script. JC's kind of, we're on opposite sides of the unit, so I don't get to walk down mm-hmm. to JC's. I mean, we see each other, and we hang out, and we'll play a game here or there, but for the most part, we've all kind of been doing our own thing so lately. Is so is risk the only option? No, there's Monopoly. Like we play Dominoes. Yeah, yeah, we play spades. We haven't played Dominoes. I don't know how. Yeah, we just we played Monopoly, Deal Monopoly, and Risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's yeah. We're uh, is it? We'll <laughs> Why do I have it in my head like you have to like there's a game like a cage with all the games in it and you have to go to the CM like can I please take out Monopoly? Like, you it's, do. It's, it's not it's okay. like that. But there's a guy whose job is who imagine how terrible Please. this job is. He keeps all he has to keep all the board games and stuff in, oh, in the his game job. master. Right. He's the game and you gotta go up to him. And he's only supposed to be on from like you know, whenever it's call out times so yeah. after nine PM you're not supposed to mess with them. But come on. You think yeah. we're not gonna go in there and be like, Hey Come on, bro. Let we're trying get, to set Let me get that back in and <laughs> Right. It, you know, so then you got to drop your ID off and go get it. The guy who has the job, though, mm-hmm. always tries to insinuate. He did it the first time we played uh, Monopoly. He tries to insinuate stuff in the games. <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just bring it in there. And he tries to play. And we played with him the first time. And really? He won't let us cheat at all. <laughs> like, he's, like, really, like, you know, like, no uh, dealing. You know how you can trade, master. like, you know, you can trade. Yeah. That's like a pretty common thing. Did you know that there's no free parking? That their money's not supposed to go in there? What? So no, I've always played it. There's no, there's no money that's supposed to go in free parking. It's just a break. And did you also know this? That if you if you go to jail, you can still collect rent? What? Yeah. Are these underground rules? rules? No, those are real rules. Real They're bullshit. Rules. 
Wow. Real yeah, and he is enforcing them. So we're like, never again. So now when you go to get the games, you're like, uh, do you think we could? Uh, we're full, though. We're playing for money. Like, you can't. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have to, like, give an excuse or why. Uh, <laughs> you want to use the... You wanna use the you want to use some guy's car but to take you to go to a party, but he can't go. You know, like <laughs> well, there's not really enough room. But, you know, so we got to elect. Are the games like? Do you basically pick games based on the amount of time it takes you to play? Just because it's like a, just a means to pass the time. You know what I mean? Like you, you pick the long version games. Oh, like it Monopoly might start and out. No, well, we start. The, there's this faster game of Rich called Secret Mission. That's like. Is it only goes around like three go arounds by mm-hmm. the time it ends. So that's why we create. There's another one called Headquarters where you got to conquer someone's headquarters okay. or other people. But we did it with just two people on a team. They sit across from each other. Mm. So that one lasts about an hour, an hour and a half. Okay. And it got really. <laughs> Like, even I find myself, and I'm not the only you one. You are competitive like as fuck, too. Friendships are about, well, all of us are. Like, friendships are, are, like, on the verge of dissolving during it. Like, even Panda's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with this. Like, I, mean, I got, the last one we played where me and Guy were on a team. You have to roll to be on a team so you can't, like, manipulate. Like, and so, even in that one, I'm like, I'm, like, the beginning, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not playing this shit no more. Yeah. Panda's always that tries to cheat on everything. Like every roll, like you'll roll and it'll land on a one, and he'll just grab it and flip it to a six, okay? or he'll flip it and whatever it lands, it's like four. And we're like, come on, <laughs> we know. <laughs> so, uh, so that one was a, a, and it's not just a. I mean, we might start like, hey, there's not nothing to do, let's play Risk, but then it becomes like, oh, it's all out know, real war. <laughs> right, it was like the vigor of someone actually losing their country. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, and these dice aren't allowed here, but we may or may not have had them crafted. Oh. And everyone stops by and wants to like pick them up to see if they can shoot dice in the bathroom. With them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's so, got like uh, a six-sided six-like dot die. <laughs> like every time you roll, it's just a six. Right. Well, I'm convinced that he's been. Uh, Stacking guys up in his cubes when he has to quote unquote go to the bathroom, he pockets some extra ones. But I search him back in. You'd think that would be like the next time you open the box, you'd be like, okay, there's no men in here. They're all gone. Oh, that happened to like when they've been counting, I'm always the green guys. Yeah. They've been counting them. And, uh, I need individual guys. Like if I have like one of the cannons out there is worth ten, I trade it in. I need some singles. They're like, you're out. And I'm like, what? Oh, just give me two horses. <laughs> They're like in my pocket. <laughs> I've just been going a little too heavy handed with some stuff. All right, we're not talking about goddamn board games. All day. I'm Even slowly roping you. It sounds just like our D and D discussions. <laughs> You guys don't cheat that much, though. And you guys have to create, like, stories. It's all made it's up. Just... It's You have to use your imagination. Yeah, you literally, it's like, yeah, don't don't worry about it. Let's not get into that. Let's let's focus uh, on you uh, now. Come on. Just a bunch of blue vagina just dried up. Whoever, <laughs> there's just been a mass drying up of all the pebbles. Oh, that's uh, so funny. Not that, this, not that this is a, an enticing sexually enticing yeah I got a new uh, let's talk about I got challenge. a new that's been my goal the whole time is to, <laughs> to just have someone finger blasting themselves to, oh man and that doesn't mean women I mean I expect guys to be doing it too absolutely what'd you get I, this uh, new 
I got a new Marshall. Really? You remember Marshall, pretty sure. boy, Kelly Bundy? Mm-hmm. Got another one. He's actually... Marshall was collecting people. A, a, a fraternity cousin. Oh. This one is a fraternity brother, a younger one. Mm-hmm. Frat boy. And his, his big homie is like on my, like one one degree separation from the biggest of homies we are, me and him. Wow. And, me and his biggest. So he's, uh, he's in there and he's going through it because he's a new guy. So, and he's actually under someone who's really can be a little strict about mm-hmm. stuff and give him a hard time and he's always doing the you know in, my, in, in me and Chino's day go in there and ask Chino what I would so like he told him to pick up like this this like half eaten apple like on the mm-hmm. ground and he didn't and I guess he told him to come in there and ask me he's like he wants me to ask you what what what, what I should have done what would have happened back in the day and I go did you pick it up he's like no I go why not and he's like I, I would have picked it up and ate it and he's like, what? So he, I am convinced him to end up going out, going out there and getting it without. Yeah. And he's been walking around with it for two weeks in a bag in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh but my he's God. always coming in. He's always coming in. We were standing now. Like, what's that smell? And he's like, and I patted his pocket. I'm like, what is that? It was in a bag, like an old coffee oh, bag. God. He's like, it's that apple. I'm like, you still fucking got it. So go out there and eat it. You have one minute remaining. Anyways, he's always, um, he's always like, man, so-and-so, I don't want to say his name, uh, bro is always on my ass, and he, he's mad, he's emotional, so I'm like the middleman, yeah. but he reminds me of Marshall a lot, and he, uh, oh, he cute. does his little hustle, he doesn't really, he's like from a poor, like, trashy kind of place mm-hmm. without a lot of money, he's half Mexican, half Irish, I think, and he, he's an alright kid, man, it reminds me of him a lot, man, he, he's a good kid, man. That's he's good. Just, he doesn't have anyone, and I heard him saying the other day, he's like, oh, my bros are the only only people I have. Yeah. And I'm like, man, they're going to take it. Like, it's already, like, mm-hmm. that's not the kind of thing they go on, man. So I look at, anyways, he, he cleans shoes, like, oh. in the bathroom and stuff for a dollar fifty-two bucks. And, I, and my mesh shoes, they have, like, a hole where the pinky toe, like, rubs a bunch. Mm-hmm. But they're dirty as hell, but, you know, they got little two little holes in them. They're not worth cleaning, and I'm supposed to be having some new ones on the way, mm-hmm. so I'm just, like, letting nice. them run into the ground. Okay. But yesterday, he kept asking about them. I'm like, all right, you know what? Thank you for using GTL. So, yeah, so last night I was like, all right, man, let's give it. Go ahead. Like, I got, I'll get, I got you on store. It was just, like, a couple of days away. Mm-hmm. I'll support your hospital. So he spiffed them all up, and they were all waiting on, uh, on like, the little ledge to my cube in the morning, mm. trying outside. So the first thing I had to do was lace them all up and stuff. And, nice. Uh, he, he's a good kid, man. It's, he's a good... You, you like to find people in here that like deserve help and like it will actually help them and make mm-hmm. them feel good you know what I mean and, and, and he'll appreciate it too yeah and so as much as I don't I don't want you know me with this fraternity shit I've been doing my best to like just separate myself from it but when I come here people he see his big homie had already known like we never met but he already knew that I fell back you know right. and um so that saves some time but he also wants to like kick it all the time. I like talking to him because he's he's a good one. We know all the same people. We've been to higher levels and okay. and all that stuff. But the kid is like I wouldn't know him if it wasn't for that. Really, I mean, I would know mm-hmm. him, but I wouldn't that close to him. You know, he's he looks at me as a big bro, and so 
as much as you know normally when you get to a place you go and make all the introductions to your your obviously your fraternity but then the, the adjoining ones okay and i didn't do any of that because i'm my own thing mm-hmm. right he he doesn't know any better you know i didn't tell him hey don't be letting anyone you know so you know now we got our spots on the phone line which makes it nicer there's like some we don't have to wait with all the riffraff mm-hmm. you know or some of that stuff. But there's still, even so, the, the phones are messed up. There's only one out front. The other one's broken still. And so even even with that, there's still not, like, a bunch of access to the phone. But anyways, it's like, it's like what is it, the Godfather, where he's like, you, you, every time I try to get out, you keep pulling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull, sure. pulling me back in. But he's, he's a good kid, man. And he's like Marshall. He's not like the brightest. You know, he's a nice-looking kid. He's real loyal and got heart. Would you would you um, nickname him? You know you're good at that. No, I didn't. Uh, he's got his, his just his regular nickname, which I didn't know for a while. I was calling him Chico, okay. Because I guess uh, his big homie calls him Chica, like a little girl. Oh yeah. And uh, and I thought his name was Chico, and and he's like, no, I was calling him that for a while. His name's Dirty Chico. So name, uh, say that again. What? And dirt, dirty. Dirty. Okay, got it. Chico, but I mean he's not. So sometimes I call him Susio, Susia, uh-huh. dirty girl. <laughs> so yeah, he he he's all right. Ah, it's, I don't know. I'm glad I I met him and, I'm, and I want to look out for him as much as I can. But yeah, yeah. So all the fraternity stuff, you know, it's like I have to remember when I'm, I you know, because I'll say things to him like, man, it's not what you, you know, he'll come to me and be disappointed by some of oh, his, sure. bro- his brothers, you mm-hmm. know, and and their actions and their. And I'm like, man, it's, I don't want to like. Cause I remember people doing that to me when I was first coming up, where they were like, man, it's not what you think it is, and all that. Okay. But once I heard them say, like, I don't really have any family. All I have is the this thing. Yep. They need to be like, fuck, man. Yeah. JC tries to look out for him, for him too, here and there. By the way, JC, you know, I was paying it forward and looking out for him. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was like, even before I really knew him, I would go down there and drop burritos off or whatever I'd made if, if he didn't have anything to eat. Mm-hmm. And not in some like, remember this, just I would be like, what are you, what are you guys, what are you eating tonight? If he said nothing, I would wait a minute and finish doing what I was doing and come just put a couple of things in his bars and just peel off where he wouldn't even really be there sometimes right. when I was doing it. Anyway, he, he got, did I tell you this? He got his um, stimulus thing finally. What? In his, in his account. So he just comes up and he's like, "Hey man, look at this." And he thought you had accidentally added an extra like a zero or two when you were putting something on his account for a second ago. He's like, he was going to tell you to call me, yeah. um, to tell me to call you, but he realized that that's what it was and nice. immediately sent his mom five hundred bucks. Anyways, he he brings this disbursement out and he's like, "Whatever shoes you want." Uh, he's like, "I already ordered you what um, sweat." And he said, "Us." He's like, "I already ordered a sweat, shorts." That's dude. I'm like, why? He's like, I don't care. I'm not taking over an answer. You know me. I can't order that stuff in my account anyway. Yeah. So, so what shoes like, are right, we, we looking at? I think they're called Restrepos or something. They're the dopest ones on on the other Nikes. But he filled the stuff out, sent it in. Now that's the whole process. They got to mm-hmm. process the disbursement, take your money out. So all that stuff happened, and they got rejected because Mike's better shoes, which is 
I bet you there are better shoes. I don't know if that name's ironic, mm-hmm. but that's the best shoes shoe catalog to order from in here, but they're out of stock of everything. I don't know if it's because uh, of the, the, the supply chain thing or what. So what took a month of like waiting just for the thing to get processed is like, oh, we got started all over again. They don't have those shoes. Shit, and those yeah, and this, the shorts got refunded. But I guess the the wife beaters and... Well, by the way, is that still what people call those? Is that Can we not think of a better name for those? I mean, we're all still calling them wife beaters. Uh, <laughs> I think that's generally accepted, unfortunately. I, I don't know how right, that like slipped I, through. I heard a woman on TV saying, like a, a lady on TV saying, and she was like a wife. She's like, you stop wearing that wife beater all the time. I'm like, it's okay, so this is still... This one's okay. This is still in the playing yeah. field. <laughs> well, this is still going. All right. I don't know what else you'd call it. An A shirt, I think, is what they're technically called. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you call that. You know, you can't call it a tank top because that's a little bit different. I think those are a little more loose. Okay. Well, for the purposes of the show, you and I will change it to A shirt. Do you miss? I was. You know, I was thinking of the other day. What's Zippy up to? Hold on, we're not calling him. What do you say? You, you know he's called here. A... You know he's here, right? I say that. Who? Zippy's there. Zippy's here. <laughs> Shut up. I told you that. No, you didn't. That's what? hilarious. No, so you didn't tell me. When I'm well, back in the day when uh, Blazer rode out, I said <sighs> him and him and her. So I'm walking and I hear this Chino, and he's so happy. He's like, "What's up, Blazer?" I'm like, "Hey, man, what's up? How you doing?" He's like, "What'd you do?" And he goes. He's like, pulled, tells his buddy, he's like, he's the guy, he's the guy. He's like, tell what do you him, mean uh, I'm the guy? <laughs> right. I'm what like, tell him now. He's like, tell, he's like, what's the comedian's name? The one? And I'm like, I'm never telling you. Oh, he's no, like, no. Damn it. What is it? I can think. He can't think of it. And he, all he is is a coach out right? That's all yeah, he wants yeah. to do. He doesn't care about any of this stuff. He's just like, how? I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, why don't you throw out Gallagher? <laughs> he, uh, no, I said I'm never telling him. He's like, come on. He couldn't think of it. The next time I saw him, he's like, Doug Stanhope, it's Doug Stanhope. And uh, JC's like, no, it's not. But he, he knows. He was like, let me read the book again. He's like, man, this is, I guess it sounds funny about okay. funny. And I was like, no, it's getting like battered, and I'm not sending it over to another. He's like, he was mad at me. Oh yeah, he's still here zipping no around, running. He's did about he, to go home. Did he convince anybody to call him Straight Jacket? Ooh, I didn't ask. Dude, like, they're come all on. Turbo. <laughs> I think they're all still calling him Turbo. I can just see that hat. <laughs> Fuck, stupid. <laughs> Your name is Zippy. You're Zippy. <laughs> Zippy, no. Fuck, no. Yeah, he, he's here That's right now. That's a good callback. All right. Zippy, Zippy made it. He's bouncing around. This is what I want to talk about, too, before we turn this uh, notes from the week into a full a full-fledged actual mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. What's up with old, my buddy, Andy Andrews? Ah, oh, cancer. I know. Yeah, they did a... It breaks my heart. Yeah, I know. He's, uh, the, the episode they did on, on uh, Stanhope's podcast, it was like, you know, they were making light of it and all, and, and Andrews himself, but man, it was like, of course sad like as you should you know right i know but just in his delivery when he's just like you know they're gonna take this and take that and blah 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 and you're just kind of like damn but you know that's that crew that's how they that's how i know i I wrote him a letter 
I wrote him a letter that said, well, 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 <laughs> you just couldn't stand all the sympathy credit I was getting right. for being in prison for all these years, and you had to get cancer. And you didn't even, I was like, you probably got one of the hacky ones. <laughs> I just cut into him about how this is like a hack move to mm -hmm. get cancer all of a sudden after he's just jealous of all the uh, sim sympathy I was getting for my tragic situation. He tried to one-up me. And so the whole letter is me, you know, berating him. And then uh, at the end, it, it, it turned around. But then, he, you know, he wrote me something that um, I think this all stems from I don't know. It, it fucks me up. Of course, you, you should joke on the way out. Yeah. And I and the way he was talking, I didn't know what kind it was. Mm -hmm. So I had to uh, have um, he he responded to me and said it's this, a mixture of the Landon Swayze, which mm -hmm. is like pancreatic, but his is bile duct. I guess. Yeah. 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 So um, it's fucking sad. Man, man, I wanted to really hang out with him. I you know he gave me his phone number. I tried calling him last night, but. Okay. He didn't, he didn't pick up. I don't know if my mom didn't put money on or whatever, but yeah. I, I love Andy, man. I wrote him this really long letter when we first started talking shit to each other mm -hmm. on Twitter. He's so witty and so quick. I've never been able to hear his voice or listen to his podcast or any of that stuff, but we've written, I've written him a couple times <laughs> long, like long, really like A-game shit, and mm -hmm. then just no response. <laughs> and, and, but that's before I really knew, like understood who Andy was like as a person, and now I'm like, oh, of course he wasn't going to write me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course he was. It's a long shot he, at best. The fact that he like responded in like a couple of paragraphs when I wrote him now, uh, you know, that was before. But uh, yeah, he's great, man. He's he's always man. I just loved our little interactions, and yeah. I just really like him a lot. And reading, if you've ever read, this is not saying with Stanhope, there's mm -hmm. a hilarious story about him confronting his childhood molester. Yeah, um, who said he was going to buy him a car. After he graduated <laughs> yeah. high school, he never told. Yeah, he never. <laughs> and he never did. Mm -hmm. So Stanhope went and got a camera crew, and uh, confronted him. And the guy brought a cop and his wife, yeah. and uh, they got him to kind of admit that he actually. When he said, "Are you Lee sorry?" and he said, "Yeah, of course I'm sorry." And uh, the wife just face on flush. The cop to switch sides. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, sit over here now. Right. Um, <laughs> So then me and Andy, this is kind of our first, like, collabo, mm -hmm. is uh, I wrote him and, and started a competition of who was the most walkable kid <laughs> back in the, back in our prime. That's and, right. Uh, so you had to save the princess. Then, right. And then so he sent uh, a picture of him in a Boy Scout uniform, and then I had Mama T find one. Pull. At first it was going to be a competition. It was. We did a poll. It was me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was me. A dog is a kid and Anderson, who's the most fuckable kid. <laughs> and people voted. I won. I won. And, uh, <laughs> I won. Oh and uh, I think God. this beef started because I was like, you think you're the only one that got diddled and you were a kid? I said, you're lucky I wasn't around because you would have got no play. I said, I would have... I would have got. I would actually got the car. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's just not too many people out there like yeah. like that. And he's one of those guys that was like with Stanhope. Was a, as soon as I started talking to him, I immediately was like, "Oh, this is one of that's the guy. Yep, this is one of the squad. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a, a you know ladies' wear. Like as far as like being able to take shit and talk shit, yeah. and nothing is gonna really get to you. And you're just you got all these man. He's one of those. God only made one. Yep, that's right. 
Speaking of which, and, uh, not to throw the subject, but have you talked to old lady's wear? Is he no, still dodging no. you? No, I haven't called him since I can. My heart can only stand to be broken so many times a week at this place. So <laughs> I kind. Of, you have one minute remaining. I kind of avoid putting myself through sure. a phone ringing twelve times, and I can tell they didn't pick up. But just in case they did, I still have to sit there as it's silent for yeah. about you know 120 seconds before it goes. Your call was not accepted. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. So uh, <laughs> yeah, what time is it right now? Because I'm kind it's of on. It's ten o'clock, eight. bud. It's 10? Okay. Yeah, well, fuck it. I'm going to hit you back. All right. You better have batteries in that fucking thing. I'm telling you. I bought a charger, bro. Fuck those batteries. Oh, (laughs) up in the world. (laughs) What? All right. Give me a sec. Thank you for you. Speaking of uh, Andy real quick, because I just want to send my love out to double A. I... I don't know if I'm giving him more credit because this might be a funnier tagline, but um, he said something like when he wrote me back, um, <laughs> we didn't get to hang out. Um, I'm sorry we weren't able to hang out, mm-hmm. but maybe I'll see you in the big house in the sky. I think he might have said really? that, which is, or he just said in, I don't. I hope, I hope I'm not adding the big house thing because that, that's super funny. It's, it's the <laughs> idea that there's a a prison in heaven and that's where it will meet. <laughs> that's an interesting concept. Like even like heaven's supposed to be the best place on the planet. You get up there, you're like, what the fuck? I'm in prison. Well, like, Pac's got the one song. I wonder if heaven's got a ghetto. <laughs> I wonder if heaven's got a ghetto. Yeah, me like. So yeah, so maybe Andrews. But, but it's also dark and bi- I don't know. Yeah, it anyways, taken a lot of different ways, I imagine. Anyways, I love him so much. I hope uh, you know if anyone he has that. My mom Brett, uh, sent me a thing that mm-hmm. his, his daughter wrote. Really? And uh, yeah, I don't know how he's doing, but everyone who listens to this, for well, most of the people who listen to this know Andy, mm-hmm. know Doug, and all that. So just send him my love, and if any, if he still needs help, anyone can help. But, Mm-hmm. You know, we love be part of the you've extended NFTP family. Absolutely. He's always uh, he's always retweeted anything or plugged anything I've done. He might not write me back, but he'll definitely support <laughs> me on the retweets and the mentions and all that stuff. And Listen, I really do love him. Yeah, <laughs> that that plays really well. I can remember a few times when I'd write you something really fucking long and like lists and stuff like that and you're like uh, big yard's close I'm not at the kiosk I'll talk to you later and I'm just like Mirror, what the fuck <laughs> did he even read it <laughs> I once wrote no no I go back and read them I know um, I just like I once alright we're gonna turn this I once wrote Doug like this 4,000 word like oh it was Lord. like four di- it was like four different parts and it was um, it was called a letter to St. Douglas or something. This is like early on in our like friend, and I never sent it to him. Okay. Um, I saved it. I sent it to him. I never sent it to him because it was just. I was like, you were really trying to get on his on his show. No, <laughs> no, no, it was me being like really like expressive and honest about how I was feeling, how much it meant that he was like, yeah, you know what I mean, that we were like kicking and hanging out. I don't know. It's just, but I knew I was like, this is just gonna do the opposite. Meaning, like, I want to let him know, you know, just give him thanks. But he's not in it for the thanks, first of all. Second of all, it's going to be something he's going to be like, fuck, I got to read this. And that's, you know, in an attempt to, 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 to get to 
No, no, no. We were like close enough to where it was fine at this point. Okay. But uh, I'm so good. It was big by, I only I don't know how many words it was, but it was a, it took a couple of stamps for me. So usually about one stamp, how long they'll let you write your message is about 800 words or something. So it's it was it was about the length of some of the pieces I write. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. And so. And then you know, I edited a bunch, but I just realized the 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 thing it would uh, it would have accomplished isn't the thing that was intended, you know, because he's so busy, he's got a bunch of shit to read, a bunch of people. I'm like, hey, you know what? The best gift of all is to not send him this, so he doesn't have to read it. Shit, so I never did. I still got it. I should have printed it out and sent it to him for Christmas and made him read it for read. <laughs> the letter I sent him with the package for Christmas of um, porn mm-hmm. toilet paper. Um, in the beginning, I said, you, of course, don't have to read this, but I, I, you either have to read this in its entirety or the only other option is you can have Dave Rader read it aloud in front of everyone in a fake British accent. And so when I was talking to Doug, he's like, yep, we all gathered around. He actually oh, made shit. him do it. He gave all the gifts out and, and uh, British Jonathan. This is like a little inside thing. Yeah, yeah. And Doug, the fucking freeloader. He just comes over here, drinks our shit, never brings anything. And so... When, like if he's ever over I'm like well, hey what's that freeloader over there like I just try to make it up <laughs> so I included um, enough toilet paper that if you were to ration out you know per shit a day like how much you would be able to use and I stuck that in there and I said the toilet paper's for British Jonathan see if he can take a shit and use it you know uh, and, and appropriately wipe with it because yeah. lord knows he's not bringing any toilet paper over there <laughs> Like Especially with read the, all these, the, the shortages and with uh, COVID, yeah. In the handout, Dave Rader got a Xerox copy of uh, some really disgusting hardcore. <laughs> he needs it more than we do, so that's for Rader. And here we send yeah. him some porn. And here it out there. And uh, oh, I'm so, yeah, so gonna. I'm gonna tell your mom that you told me you you uh, said to send me that Stanhope letter. I'm gonna read it. She won't even be able to. She she saves everything like I send in some like weird little file, okay. and uh, she wouldn't even she wouldn't even know which one. She said she go ahead. She sends you some <laughs> other one that she actually had to send. So listen. Well, I've got. Hang on, I got to make a note to self. When I write to you, keep it under fifty words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you write. Well, I'll listen. There's a thing. <laughs> Fuck you. You know who writes beautiful letters? is uh, Ghost Gerbil. Ghost Gerbil is so fucking witty and funny. I don't know if it's a British thing or okay. what, but that motherfucker is... He, he's a sharp one. Yeah? He's a sharp one. You got... I'm trying to instill some jealousy between you. Oh, that's all right. Because uh, <laughs> he is... Uh, the, the, whole, he, the whole setup that you uh, had you wrote like was that you this was like unscripted. Shot. It didn't have to be thought out. And I'm like, oh, well... That makes a whole lot of sense that you picked me to do it. <laughs> Wait, what? The whole setup for the notes of the week. You're like, yeah, this is unscripted. It doesn't have to be thought <laughs> out. There's like no thought into it. I'm like, well, of course. No, that was for. <laughs> no, that was for me. Meaning, I it would be easy for me. I don't have to think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, listen, okay. hang on, the holes get deeper. <laughs> if you really want to, if you really want to, the pebbles really want to peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. I've been on some, like, I can't do this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. You know? I've been like, I just can't do it anymore. And I keep goading you into it. I'm pulling you back involved. in. The stress, frustration, anxiety, lack of ability. Like, it's all... 
is it's all uh it's just not worth it i can't do it and i've had about three of those moments where there's like serious like okay how am i gonna end this yeah not my life this time. I know that's been a, <laughs> a task. But uh, so, like. So much so that these were supposed to be 15 minute calls and we're almost in an hour. So that just gives you a little. Look, look he loves you guys. Chino's got heart. He really does want to well, do Well, I think, listen, a lot of the feedback I get is that I'm an abrasive cunt. I'm an asshole and I'm too mean to this person and too mean to that person. And, um, so I don't like. I don't, this has nothing to do, like, I'm, this isn't me, this is, has nothing to do with me being like, I, I'm actually mixing two things that aren't, you just reminded me of something, but, yeah, no, I, I love this thing that we're doing, and it's bigger than me, mm-hmm. even though it might have started this way, but it's really about connecting, and the people I've met are amazing people who have expressed, you know, they've gone through a lot of the same stuff, and not to mention learning about prison, and Sure. It's just a bigger responsibility than just myself, and this isn't. I'm not trying to sound all sentimental and all that shit. It just is, and um, just because it's tough on me and it's hard on me doesn't mean that I have the right to just drop it all. Right. You know. So I've built enough. We all together have built a thing that's enough. That's that doesn't get to be taken down just because it's tough or it's hard for mm-hmm. me and and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, there's been plenty of moments along the way. Sure. So, and, you know what I mean? I mean, you were so, really on the fence yesterday. You were like, man, I don't know. Like, I am... You were audibly upset, you know? I just want to, like... Like, some sort of mixture of, like, screaming and crying and, like... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I have, like, this, this... A misery and, like, a darkness that's, like, forever looming. And I do everything I can to keep it at bay, but... There's just the right. And I was doing so. Everything was so straight. Like I was doing so good right before we left Parnell. Right. But there's just. I've always had that thing, and it's just recently, the way things have been, and with the people in my cube, and mm-hmm. this everything, and the phones, and just all. Whatever. So you know, I we all have those moments. I think the point is, I used to give into those moments all the time. Mm-hmm. You know. I used to say fuck it, but you know, can't do that anymore. And and every time, it's only a test because it gets harder each time, right? If it was the same thing, it'd be it'd be easy to do. So I just have to look at it, and I have to look for my uh, glass half full of it. Sure, man. You know, so uh, all the love on Patreon mm-hmm. and, and through the pebbles and and just everything. And recently, it's been the. the the screen, the the pilot episode, the film festival, and little things here and there. Yep. Um, and you know what? Through it all, <clears throat> you get to be you have the unfortunate uh, responsibility sometimes or pleasure of being the sounding board that kind of has to hear you and Mama C mm-hmm. and Jen too about like my frustrations when I'm like on my knuckles and I just can't take it anymore and I'm just mad and I just don't understand like why things are the way they are you right. know and that goes for a lot of things with the show and people I can or can't get a hold of and, mm-hmm. um, just everything and I will you know 
I'll say this to you in a little passing, but I never. The fact that you're like you're one of the three people I can count on, no matter is like huge to me. Like you don't get to add those people in your life very often, if if at all. And I know no matter what, even if you're stepping over me when I'm talking and uh, whatever it is, or not recording or running out of battery, none of that matters in the long run because uh, you're uh, one of the people that I can count on. And I I know that if I need something or just to talk to someone or vent or rant. I can hit you up, and you're you're gonna pick up if you can. You're not gonna fucking you. sit on me or judge me, and and those are for the priceless things. And also, by the way, yeah. every time I talk to someone, like I hadn't talked to Lindsay uh, since I been at this spot. And, yeah, you know the phone to really, and she unprompted was like, "I like that JD guy. He's <laughs> he's good. I like." So like, you get a lot of love. Hey, um, more love. But then again, he right. And I'm the bad guy, apparently, in all of it. Always. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say that. But I, I don't see it that, that I think we're just, just shooting uh, the shit, man. <laughs> well, so those, those people who think that, I think they're not used to, and they're right, you know what I mean? They're about abrasive, like, assholishness. Yeah, yeah. But that's just the way our friend group was, and we don't mean anything by it. It's our our love language in a yeah. weird way and it can be I guess it can be jarring for people who aren't used to that or haven't been conditioned to it or been around <laughs> this it this an asshole you know? <laughs> yeah why are you <laughs> up on dog hey take it and it's like shut up uh, I can handle it I'm a big boy now come on <laughs> shut up stupid you dummy that's why I love uh, like gritty comics and shit cause that's you know, like especially like the Opie and Anthony crew, like Jim Norton and all them, yeah. and Robert Kelly, Louis. Like, shut up, Hicks. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Hicks was the great. Ah, oh, I miss that guy. Who? Bill Hicks. Oh yeah, Hicks was amazing. Oh, all right, listen, we're getting out all there. Right. Here's the point of the thing. Before we go, find your glass half full event. There's going to be something today or something within the week, uh, knowingly positive. Bobby C says mm-hmm. that. You would normally be you would be grateful for for a split second, or be devastated if it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that you just take it for granted, instead, put that in your pocket, open it back up throughout the day or week to remind yourself that things could be worse. Things could always be worse. Mm-hmm. I'll keep doing it if if you guys make an effort to do it too. And uh, so what? I'm an asshole. That's right. Who cares? Take us out of here, then. On behalf of everybody involved, all the pebbles out there, Mama C, we are gone. We gone. You have one minute remaining. Oh, leave that. Perfect. You dumb robotic bitch. <laughs> Your wife beater. Your wife beater <laughs> wearing bitch. You electronic. Hi, everybody. Mama C here. For the complete library, full episodes, and bonus content, and mainly to support this cause, visit Notes from the Pen on Patreon. To learn more about Bobby and Prison Reform, visit our website, notesfromthepen.com. And follow us on Twitter to stay current. This has been another Notes from the Pen production.